is the streak still moving? Um, it's kind of like a, a lightning bug, you know, like when it's just like sitting on something and it lights up every few seconds. <laughs> it's like on the ground, sitting there just iridescent indigo. Bzz, bzz, bzz. Can't leave my team member out there. You are a defender of your team. I mean, that is true. Yeah. I've got to go see if I can help her. Can you cover me from here? I don't know what it is. I just know that you don't leave, I don't leave this rock after the sun starts to set. All the more reason that I need to get her back. I'll cover you. I don't know what'll happen, but I'll cover you. I appreciate the help. And I'm guessing quick. Hmm? Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Negative one. <laughs> Alright, so you run towards the cliff face as Deathlock chills on his, his rock. And you take your hammer and you start to wail it about <laughs> until you throw it. And your foot catches hold of the cliffside next to you, and you travel down as the handle travels forward, and you skid your face along the whole rock face as you're going down. But as the rock is slamming into your face, you notice that the little spark of your lightning bug in the distance seems to be traveling up and slowly now further into the distance again. Not in her normal streaky fashion, but in like a slow, methodical trail. Yeah, that doesn't seem like her. Um, Not very flashy. <laughs> Still very quick. I am going to try that again. <laughs> uh, please do. That was fun the first time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's better. Um, I gotta get to her, so five. Alright. Um, so basically you're, you're now traveling. I'm going to say that you decided this time to run yeah. while holding the hammer. Um, however, as a cybernetic mercenary, you do feel your programming initialize in your brain is starting to tell you that uh, you need to keep track of any warm bodies and signals that you need to be near just in case they're part of your mission or need to be killed to provide you safety later on down the road. Alright. Jump off the cliff that following. Do you do superhero landing? I don't need to. Hit the ground and run. Okay, so basically, as you're running with your hammer, um, you jump down. Basically, just a lot of noises of uh, hydraulic stabilizers. Exactly. As you slowly pace yourself behind this this uh, blue-haired crazy man running in his pants and bug armor. <laughs> I'm looking more and more like. All right, so. Uh, you were knocked unconscious, but as you're coming to, you slowly see the darkness start to fade away, and you can see the orange's glow 
of, of a small, we'd call it a campfire, but it seems to be started by some sort of a pro propane tank, some technology to it, uh, is burning in front of you. And you see this large lumbering creature crashing its feet into the ground as it slowly moves around. Around, like, toward me, around the path? Just uh, around his little fire, like he's moving around a campfire. He's just warming himself up, getting things done, going about his business, not concerned with you. Oh, okay. And it's a, it's a creature, you said, or a giant, or what? Like, what's the size of this orange thing? It is a large, bulky, lumberjack of a creature. Human size, taller than human size? I would say size. at least 450 pounds of solid rock muscle. Okay. Around nine foot. Still human sized? Still haven't answered that question. Around I'll give seven you, foot tallish? I'll give you six foot five. Okay. Six foot five, 450 pounds. Okay. Solid orange rockish muscle. All I needed was size. Thank you. All that for just. Young lady, height. you are very concerned with size. Well, woman, is it? He already told you it was rock hard. And oh, oh, good lord, PG-15, people. Right, <laughs> this is one of Sean's games, right? <laughs> Tell me it's the DM here. Good lord. <sighs> um, so, yeah, there's a lumbering six-foot... 500 pound creature moving about in front of this propane fueled fire ground. Hello there! Happen to speak English? My name is Jewel. What might be your name? He just kind of waves you off and then lumbers over to a different corner, picking up a small pot of like what seems to be stew, sits down and just starts shoveling it into his mouth. <laughs> um, excuse me, but I, come on, I asked you a question, please. What is your name, whatever you are or whoever you are? As he continues to shovel food into his mouth, you notice that um, a hand is resting on your shoulder. I guess I quickly <laughs> grab the hand and with my speed and momentum, uh, pull it up and over my shoulder. Uh, as you do, uh, give me a roll for quick. Eight. So as you use your electric speed uh, to grab a hold of this hand that's just, just placed itself upon your shoulder, you rip it forward and you start running with it as the large rocky creature just begins to chuckle. And you continue to pull and pull and pull until you look back and realize that this hand has just gone with you and it is attached to a very long wrist it has continued to get longer and longer <laughs> until at the end of it you see uh, a large, uh, uh, a normal looking man with a long grayish brown beard 
and some really frazzled, uh, knotted up, long, brownish gray hair who says, Calm yourself, friend. No one told you that you need worry. Thank you. Somebody speaks English. And then as you say that, you hear something in your ear say, Yes, we all do. You turn and see no one there. Force? Is that you? No. I'm called the Whisper. Whisper, you say? Call me the Breeze. <laughs> I can't say what I was about to say because it's not rated properly. Another person <laughs> comes out <laughs> from a, a cave uh, that you see in front of you uh, with long blonde hair who whips it back and says, So good looking. Not so bad yourself. I know I'm hot stuff. Hey, hey, hey. Mm, that could be a spark between us as she snaps her fingers. A small little spark comes off. Ooh, baby. I know exactly the meaning of the word storm. Let me show you. So the bearded man stretches out both of his hands and pushes you back away from each other and says, please, 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 uh, please let's all please maintain you. some decorum. <laughs> this was about to get too hot. <laughs> this is shockingly hot. <laughs> but he says he wants to be a part of my team, which I don't know how he knew the name of Team Storm Squadron. But, I mean, he said he knew all about the meaning of the storm. Um, Maybe I just want to get to the eye of that storm. Alright, well, despite all of that mm, yabbering, can I ask you a question? What brought you here? What device? How did you come to be on this desolate world? I am not at liberty to say, for it is not something of mine. So you cannot say because it's not yours? You're telling me that the knowledge is not yours or the device that the you used to get here? The knowledge is mine. But you can't use it. But I am not at liberty to discuss something that does not belong to me. So you are someone else's slave? Or business. you are obligated to them? They're in command of you. No, he's not in command. He? Is he your master? Your Commander, your husband? None of the above. None of the above, but you but cannot friend, talk of him. He is your friend. I will not speak. <laughs> I will not let out. As you're friend. talking, uh, you do hear some snickering just <laughs> into just. the shadows. And as you can see, the glowing red hint of an eye and the, against his blue hair, the purplish glow from the red eye is, is, is shining upon the, the hair and the bug armor. <laughs> and they continue to laugh. If you want that information, you can ask that laughing asshole over there. As I step into the firelight and said, who are your friends, Chul? The large rock-like creature sits up at attention and goes, as the bearded man says, welcome, do you bring peace or do you bring harm? 
That all depends on you, my friend. Well, that all depends on you as well, my friend. Are you friend or are you foe? Um, hello, you both said friend. I'm not your friend, pal. <laughs> all right, buddy, I'm not your pal. I'm not your, I'm not your buddy, bro. <laughs> Look, bro, I'm not your bub, all right? I think we can go about this all day, so we're basically saying that this is about to be something of a ruckus. I decided if you'll give me, uh, if you'll give us space around your fire, I'm all for peace at this time. If you give me some information, I'm more than happy to share my fire. What information do you seek? How did you come to be on this planet? Uh, we were searching for a teammate of ours who has disappeared. And yet you found him. He's standing right here with what appears to be some rather advanced Stark tech attached to his face. Uh, we met this friend here. You met friends here, but this is a, a, a desolate planet. I'm telling you that my family and I have been abandoned on this planet for over a decade. And yet we met you as well. And how did you come to be here? Ah. What ship did you use? Oh, there was no ship. We used my trusty hammer. He looks down and notices the hammer with some of the... Uh, Chitinous. The rune uh, oh. markings upon it. And he exclaims, That would have nothing to do with any kind of Nordic legend, would it? I believe I received it from a certain Nordic legend. By this you mean a well-renowned Scandinavian man? The Odinson did allow me to call myself the Lord of the Blizzard. The Odinson? His father's the one who as in hold the hammer. Thor Odinson, as in the Norse mythological character, handed you that hammer. No, his father let me have it. His father. As in the Odin. Yes. Not son. The father. The Thor father, yes. The Thor father of the Odinson. Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, your friend, is he on medication? <laughs> Sometimes I wish, but no. So you're telling me a man of renowned science who got himself here through a warp drive engine that somehow a mythological god gave you a large hammer and it shot you through space to be on an equally desolated planet? Yes. If I feed you, do you think the visions will leave you? Maybe you're just famished. It's worth a try. Grim, give him some of the stew that you've made from the bug remains. Oh, I didn't even think of stew. All I have is this armor. I'm gonna walk over to The you. large rock man just laughs as he hands you a bowl of stew and then slings another one towards Jewel and 
Deathlock just kind of stares at him and waves his <coughs> hand in a fashion as if he needs no food. <laughs> Might there be um, anything else other than... What else do you see? Bug. The blonde one laughs and he says, Sweetheart, you see like a cow ranch behind us? This is a planet full of bugs. You eat bug if you want to get by. I figured if y'all have been here for a decade, you would have found a way to farm a little lettuce at least. <laughs> yeah, Potatoes. the land is really yielding some great fruits. Potatoes. We've got a tomato farm back there. Sorry, babe. All we've got is charbroiled bug juice. Hey, at least it's been cooked. Is there at least a place where I can wash off? My bug juice off of me. Oh, I can do that. Steve Give right? me a uh, clever roll. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three. Uh, basically, uh, Hydro stands right in front of you, waving his hand about, saying, Hold still as I do my rain dance. <laughs> And a small cloud forms above your head as rain starts to pour on you and you alone. And in your anger, you let off sparks of lightning. It looks like a legit. It looks like a legit thundercloud above, above your head. But the bug juice is starting to slither off of your skin. Thank you, Hydro. Well, I was hoping for one that wasn't so cold. You oh. son of a bee. There's a guy over here who seems like he wants to warm you up. Dr. Richards, I presume. <laughs> uh, you presume correctly, my cybernetic friend. Stark sent me to find you. Stark! Anthony Stark, the great inventor. Yes. Well, thank God you finally found us. We've been sitting here for almost a decade wondering if anyone knew where we were. He had an idea where you were, however, my ship was destroyed when I landed, so we're all stuck here still. So we're all stuck here without a ship and this man's dreams of a hammer that can throw him through space. Oh no. Well, I don't know about that. I can't answer that. <laughs> I mean, we could give it a try. <coughs> you have fed me. So, even despite the food, you still believe in the mythological yammerings that you've been going on about, and somehow you can form rain clouds. I understand what's going on with me, with my family. We passed through a cosmic storm, which somehow altered our genetic codes, and my wife now is unseen. My best friend is made of rock that's non-destructible, and... My brother-in-law is just as annoying and has the ability to set fire to the air. And as you can see, I have the ability to adapt to almost any situation, size, and shape as I need to. His abilities and mine are not so different, indicating uh, his brother-in-law. So you're telling me that you too are a child of cosmic radiation? don't exactly know the source of my abilities, but I do know the capability. We're born with them. I, I was... You don't mean mutation, do you? Yes. That is correct. There was a fellow uh, scientist who was doing some research on the matter. Uh, Charles Xavier, I believe, was his name. Right before I left the planet, he was telling me about many of the findings that he had on mutation. Where was he? 
I, Who was he? No, I said, oh, was he? Oh, was he? Yes, yes, he was he. He was he was he was he yes was he fuzzy he was not fuzzy no, he was very old <laughs> Xavier is no longer with us I, you're telling me that he has passed on I'm telling that something tragic has happened to him and he has passed on what a shame he was one of the leading minds on the I heard his entire he school was, also was wiped off the face of the like us. his school was destroyed what what's happened to earth since we've been gone well, we're at a fire. Might as well tell the story. So between the two of us, yeah. we just bounce back and forth different parts of the world history. From Xavier's school being destroyed onward to current when we left. Magnus having a war with Stark. Stark being mortally wounded. Uh, the Hydra War in Europe leaving doom and control. To which Richard looks on in complete horror that his old friend Victor Von Doom would have anything good to do for a country. He remembers his cocky personality and his tyrannic mindset. Um, and of course, as we get to Doom, and we say we, I received a special gift from him, leaving out the flux capacitor, but I do show the curse mark that Doom left me with. Richards takes a look, and as he says, uh, I do know that uh, Victor was quite enthralled with studying the mystic arts, but um, my friend, I can do nothing about that. But that thing that's on your back, that strange <laughs> mechanical winged, is that a glider? Yes, yes it is. Would you mind if I tinkered with it? Yes, please, if you would mind fixing it for me. I'd love that. It's been uh, damaged for far too long. Alright, well, I'll, I can take it off your hands for the night and try to take a look at it. Be my guest. Alright, so he's going to kind of go about repairing it. Give him the flux capacitor to, to put on it. No, keep that, 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 that on my <laughs> No, keep that on my person. <laughs> don't want to let him know about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to let him know about Alright, so, uh, y'all... But I do ask him if, he, if he's willing to upgrade it any way he can. I would probably accept it. Oh, that was going to happen whether you asked me to or not. I'm a man of science, not a man of limitation. You're my new favorite person. While Reed is tinkering, I'm going to start talking to basically see if I can learn more about the Grim. Grim. All right. Since, I mean, he gave me food. Yeah. Oh. 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 Are you much of a conversationalist, friend? Not since the days I left Yancey Street. I rather do appreciate your accent. Is that from the Bronx? These blue eyes were born in the Bronx because that's where Ben Grimm's mom gave birth to him. Excellent. I knew several people from New York. You don't sound much like a New Yorker to me. I grew up all over. Once the world changed, I ended up having to travel to stay ahead of the Sentinels. Sounds to me like you probably should have taken a stand. 
showing them what time it was. See, that's exactly what I told him when I first met him. It is good to fight, but it is also good to know when you're beat. I don't know what that means. I don't think I've ever been beat. It's... I've taken beatings, but you're only beat when you stay down. As long as you keep getting back up and showing them that you're not going to stop hunting them down for another butt-kicking, they'll know who's winning. Well, by that definition, I do agree with you, yes. Most people do, after I explain myself. <laughs> What's uh, Johnny up to? Johnny's just staring at uh, this more than half-naked woman uh, sitting at his campfire drawing flame illustrations in the air of hearts and arrows flying through them and all sorts of... He hasn't seen a woman in quite some time. <laughs> he hasn't even seen his sister. Right, literally. And I haven't even reacted to his sister because I haven't seen her. And you haven't seen her either. Yep. No one has. <laughs> the Whisper is just moving about, handing food to people... And rubbing Reed's shoulders as he uses what makeshift tools he has to work on this this glider, this new piece of technology, uh, which he quickly notices is Doom Tech mixed with a little bit of Oz Oscorp's uh, nanotechnology as well. Um, however, as y'all are performing this, uh, you see into the night sky that there are several bright flashes uh, in the sky. Uh, towards the horizon as these large ships start to appear overhead. Okay. Reed Richards looks up and exclaims, Good Lord! I have no idea what those are. I've never seen them before. But it might be our ticket out of here. I take it this isn't a common occurrence. As I start getting up, I'm getting ready to... Grim cracks his knuckles and says, <laughs> Ain't nothing common about what's to occur, I'll tell you that much. What time is it? <laughs> it's clobbering time. Yep, I agree. Let's go. Alright, so... Uh, so we're going to head towards those ships. Basically, Johnny stands up and he says, It's time for the blazing storm just ignites himself into a full inferno and launches up into the sky towards these ships as he's throwing fire at them. Excellent. Uh, Real hothead. And I sit on the ground and say, shit, says something like flame on. <laughs> yeah, flame on. That's it. I'm gonna... Make sure you come back, John. He didn't want to be the flaming storm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna... I yell at Johnny to make sure he comes back. Swing Mjolnir, uh -huh. and then ride it up to one of the ships. All right, give me a uh, force hole. <coughs> um, Do you want to try his? Yeah. Okay. What happened? Would you like the white ones? <laughs> As the Lord of the Blizzard, you really, really want to look good in front of your new Rocky friend. Yeah. That's better. See? 
Um, it's because you're no longer a Hydro, you're Lord of the Blizzard. Five plus... Mjolnir? Mjolnir with this count. So... Ten. Damn, I'll give you a strong one. Oh, all right. Yeah, so, uh, really so basically, you start you start whipping Mjolnir around, and you launch it, and you start traveling in the air right behind this flame trail. And as you approach into the air, and you're swinging the hammer about, I guess, to kind of hover, hover, um, you notice that the ships start blasting towards uh, Johnny as he maneuvers about continuing to throw this fire but out of each one of the ships launches large insectoid like creatures not like the ones you saw before but more humanoid in feature as they start to storm towards uh, the blazing storm and you show yes meanwhile at the camp uh, large projectiles are now launching from the ships Sliding down to the ground as the Grim One is the only one standing to take in front of any attacks uh, as others maneuver to try and distance themselves from any explosions or debris. I'm gonna basically try to do a Frost Nova on one of the ships. Alright. Slam into what looks like probably the cockpit area. Give me a clever for maneuver so that you can precisely attack which parts of the you need to. So, eleven. Alright, so you slam down onto the front hull of one of the ships and you smash the hammer into the ship's hull. Uh, causing a large frost barrier to expand out as parts of the ship start to freeze over, cracking the hull and uh, damaging the ship as it begins to steer directly into one of the other ships uh, gliding into it. As you are still on the hull, and they begin to malfunction and... I'm going to try and leap to another one. Alright, give me a quick. Uh, two. Okay, so as you leap off... One. As you leap off the ship, uh, these two ships begin to explode. The explosion's force propels you forward, and... You sail straight back down to the ground, gliding into the sand, um, skidding off into the distance. As uh, the blazing storm continues to try and blast at these things, a large green armored creature with purplish hues and red eyes emerges from the lead ship, holding up this strange rod uh, as he exclaims, I am the lord of this zone. I am a Nihilus. Prepare to be destroyed. This seems Excuse like the one we should have saved our once per saint. Destroyed? No. He what? hears not the noises from the ground as he is on top of the ship, kind of sailing overhead. However, the blazing one does decide to go Nova 
and burns bright and flies straight at him as he is brought to an immediate halt as this creature reaches out and grabs him by the throat and begins to beat him about the head with the rod that he holds in his hand. Is this kind of working yet, Dr. Reed? It should be fully functional. One or two circuits might still be fried, but you're more than... Please do try. Try to go save my my brother-in-law. I will. As I jump so let's on. hope your best is good enough, a whisper happens from behind your head. <laughs> hush, whisper. And she literally waves her hand and everything hush as she's hopping on and Quickly becoming on convinced. And just, she hops onto the glider and an, a strange unseen force launches her about 50 feet into the air as the glider putters and makes a full roar and propels you forward. I, as I'm heading toward the thing that caught Johnny, whatever the Annihilus. annihilator guy, whatever he calls <laughs> to be, um, you'd probably really kill some aggro if you said that to his face. Oh, she's going to, and she's going to make a, a spectacle out of this. She's going to turn on her static armor to full brightness to bring attention to herself. No one you know, hurts, babe! And almost. Sounding like a thunderous roar, she bellows out to him. Who did you say you were? Give me a roll on uh, flashy for your armor. Five. With all stats of your armor? Oh, I forgot the stats of my armor. Yeah, yeah, that is it. Um, Guess it's plus four, so nine. Nine. All right. So as you make all of these boasting claims, flying upon your glider towards this annihilating guy, um, he stares at you with a coldness and raises the rod in his hand as a series of drone-like insectoid creatures leap out and attack you, uh, dealing a 16 as these two insectoid creatures thrash at you from either side. Dealing 16, you say? Yeah, so negate Um, the amount of your armor from that 16. um, Actually, I'm going to use my sight beyond sight. I'm going to see that they were coming first. I'm going to dodge out of each of their little ways completely. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let you apply the sight beyond sight. However, give yourself the effect of migraine and just say that that's a minus one to attack. You on the ground, uh, mercenary, you're definitely seeing that this is a full fledged war and you can't mm-hmm. wait to get some headshots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as a protector of your team, uh, you no. notice that everybody's still up there giving a good fight. Uh, the burning guy was just a 
going yeah. with you side by side is starting to cover out the flames starting to die out as the large rock creature yells out as he lifts up a chunk of the ground and launches it into the sky but that again is blasted down by this cosmic control rod that this creature holds. I'm going to shoot at the rod. You want to shoot at the rock? The, the rod. rod. The rod? Okay. Uh, give me a roll on clever. Nice. Because I get plus two on this one too, right? Skin of a weakness. Okay, four, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And that, right? Twelve. Okay, so um, you take aim as the you you activate the cybernetic eye and it scans in for all sorts of weaknesses. Um, it travels through each different spectrum of the the visual spectrum that it can it can assess until you notice that this this rod that's in this creature's hand has a strange um, vibrance to it, almost like on the ultraviolet level. Uh, so you take aim at that, and you click in, turn turn the dial on your plasma rifle all the way to eleven, um, and you squeeze the trigger as you exhale and this plasma bolt streams out of your rifle towards the rod uh, which as it hits does not destroy but definitely throws this creature off balance as he releases Johnny Storm who then begins to tumble back down to the ground. He I is falling catch. not flaming. I try to catch Johnny Storm. Alright, give me a roll on quick. Six. Okay, so basically as Johnny is falling uh, limp towards the ground, uh, you fly in quickly on your glider, still kind of weakened from being attacked by these crazy insectoids that are still trailing behind you, and you catch him in your arms as you <coughs> continue to fly away from these two drones that are still trying to attack you. Yeah. I am flinging myself at the Nihilus. Full force just to him? With Mjolnir assisting. Give me a forceful. Nine. Um, I really want to take advantage of the fact that he seems off balance. So I'm going to go ahead and use that for 11. Okay, so uh, you, you're on the ground, you're sitting there, you begin to spin the owner back in your arms again, uh, and you launch it towards the sky. This time as you launch off the ground, parts of this crazy bug armor that you've stitched together for yourself just begin to slide off and hit the ground because you're traveling with such force, this armor just wasn't that great. Okay. Um, and you're back to your pantless, your pants, shirtless pants wearing self. Um, as you fly through the air and directly into his face and Mjolnir makes contact, it definitely shatters him back again. And he takes about three steps back as he's on the, y'all are both fighting each other on the large hull of this strange 
it's got like leathery insect-like skin ship. Um, he's not dead, but okay. definitely has some cracking on his face. Nice. And those insects are still traveling right behind you and picking up pace. Um, as I continue to maneuver my way back to Dr. Reed's, I'm going to use my electro to crack at them behind me. Dr. Reed, pick them off. Yeah, as I try to pick off these bugs one by one. Okay. Um, so you're using the electric whip for attack? Yes. Okay. On, on the bugs. On the gotcha. Bugs. Yeah. Seven. Okay. Um, so you whip backwards. Uh, they're definitely thrown off balance. They have these burning lashes on their face now. Exactly. And uh, maybe one of them loses a hand to your electric whip. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're still they're still trying to reorient themselves and get back to you as. The, the good doctor who calls himself the maker reaches out and grabs a hold of our cybernetic friend and says, you look like you need something because you have good aim and I do enjoy the fact that maybe you can put one of my inventions to good use. Okay. Uh, he opens up this case and pulls out what he calls the nullifier. And he hands it over to you as an attachment to your plasma rifle and he tells you, this is a one-shot, my friend. Um, so basically, once per scene, you will be able to add plus four to the attack of your rifle. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and make note of that on your sheet because you'll be able to use that once per scene. Now, you, on the whole, uh, he, uh, Annihilus stands drooling this, this kind of strange goo from his mouth as he growls this guttural noise and rears back and thrashes back at you with the cosmic control rod. So you might want to roll for her defense. Okay. Um, Quick on defense. Probably use your armor. Frost yeah. armor. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, sit. Oh, you said quick. Yeah. Uh, I got plus six to armor. And then six, or two to activate. So eight total? Yeah. Take a twelve. Okay. As, yeah, yeah, uh, you begin to, to armor up, the, the, the ice begins to sheathe your skin as he lashes out, but um, as it's trying to take shape, your armor can't withstand the blow of the cosmic control rod, and you are reeling backwards from that. Guess I'll shoot that rod again. All right, give me a clever. What type of effect does the rod have? Um, searing. Okay. 
13. All right, so uh, basically you activate the nullifier. Yep. Uh, kick it into full overdrive, you take the plasma rifle, turn it back up to 11, um, and you crop up one leg as you just sit there and you take aim. Um, and you launch this bolt into the air. Luckily, he's holding it still. <laughs> Which, as he holds it out, uh, uh, making this forceful blow against your new kind of ally, if you decide to trust him or not, um, you take aim at the, the, the rod, but as he's pushing himself forward, your bolt goes straight through his arm, blowing his hand off, so the rod then falls towards the ground. And this creature stands holding his bloody stump, screeching out into the night. And all of these drones and droids start coming down upon y'all. These bug people. Have a little captain in you, do you? be really nice to have that blizzard again. <laughs> I know what you mean. Mm -hmm. Really nice to have mine back, too. Yeah, y'all really went full force on those uh, first bugs, huh? Yeah. But we got them. Yeah. Because of that fight, we got to this one. It was a worse bug. Sorry. And it is what it is. So <laughs> worse bugs. Nope. Um, I'm going to go pick up the rod. What do I have to do there? All right, give me a roll for quick so that you can make it to the rod before any of the drones. Sure. The mercenary would probably go after spoils of war. Using your cybernetic enhancements and fighting any kind of limitation programming that you might have telling you you can't go as fast as you want to. Okay. Uh, use those two. Okay. And what do we got now? So. Because I had four. Minus two, so yeah. you're at two, four, six. Yeah. All right. So you hear these hydraulic pumps going off in his body as he's he got faster he got better they had the ability they did it uh, he moves across the sand going towards the cosmic control rod um, anybody else doing anything while we're um, Making this move. What do I need to activate fast healing? For your fast healing? Does that... I think that just activates after the fight. Right? Or is it... We never actually wrote down when I can use it. I will... Let... No, I'll let you use it as a... Um... 
you have to roll it off clever and it can take away your stresses. But you use that's that true. right now, you can't do your healing rain after. Yeah, that's true. Just so remember healing that. rain helps with the consequences. The healing rain helps everybody. The fast healing helps him. Yes. All right. I'm still, I'm still. I can still take a hit. Some stuff from you know the last place we were at. Still take a hit. <laughs> a hit. Uh, I'm gonna. What are you doing? Drop a frost note um, to distract him. Give me a roll on to distract him. Well, obviously he'll be distracted if he's frozen in place and hurt. I'm wanting to pull his focus from the rod. I'll let you roll a cover. just fell out of his I'm hand. Trying to I'll let you roll a cover. To quickly get Johnny back to Dr. Reed's. That's what I'm doing. So that's so, still all you're doing? Yeah, that's I'm still all, all I'm doing. And until I can drop Johnny off and then I'll return to the fight. <clears throat> okay, so... What do you got? Nine. Nine. So you succeed with style, you throw down uh, Mjolnir against the whole ship as another burst of cold energy expands outwards. He's starting to ice up, but uh, at the same time, he maneuvers quickly to thrust this new bloody stump of his into this cold bubble that you've created as it provides a coagulating force on the end of this stump. So he just used that to basically stop himself from bleeding out. Mm-hmm. And then dashes backwards from the rest of the cold burst um, with this new ice cast on his missing arm as he now jumps off the ship to dive down towards Deathlock, who is now running towards the cosmic control rod, gaining control of it in one hand because he has this cybernetic arm, so he as he's running and sees Annihilus moving towards the control rod, he launches his hand forward with that same titanium thread uh, reeling system that he used before, uh, grabbing the rod and then reeling it back into himself. As soon as he has the rod, uh, you notice that all of the drones kind of shift. They all stutter, they stop. And they float in the air around everyone as Jewel arrives back to Dr. Richards and Grimm takes Johnny away from her and says, Thanks. Don't mean to. I won't. <laughs> I know, and he walks away with Johnny words. in his arms. And um, so now it's almost like Deathlock can hear millions of chattering voices inside of his own head. Annihilus screeching as he launches down towards him. And I point the rod at Annihilus. <laughs> and I go, <laughs> do it, do it. Do it. Yeah? yeah? Okay, so uh, all of the sentries, the, uh, the drones standing around, seem like they're fighting their own will for a second, and then turn on Annihilus who screams out, This isn't fair! And all of these bug drones and ships start emptying out all of their drones who are now launching towards this one insect-like man, Mm -hmm. the would-be controller of the negative zone. 
he's fighting them off. He's scratching back. He's biting some of their heads off. Uh, but one after one, they just wave down on him until you notice that there are just like an empty husk of exoskeleton left behind. The ship that I'm on, is it going down? It's just kind of hovering there now. Okay. I told this guy. And all of the droid, the drones just pause and look back at Deathlock. Standing still. The ship's hovering in place. Uh, Dr. Richards yells out, By George, I don't think I've got it. <laughs> no, I have no, no idea what just happened here. As he oh. sees you, he yells out, Friend, your hammer really is something! I'll say... <laughs> you will! Come! Down! Tell me more about it! And let's see if we can get off of this stupid planet! Um, can I get into the cockpit? If you wanna. Huh? If you wanna. I'm gonna try and get into the cockpit and see if I can get it, the ship to go down to the planet. Okay, so you pry it open and it has like this weird gooey inside. It's like climbing into the inside of uh, uh, Do you remember that old show Lex? Yeah. Where the ship was like a large bug? It's like that. You're, you're inside of a large bug. So it's like you're becoming the brain of this flying gigantic dragonfly thing. Guessing it would be clever to try and figure yep. out how to fly this. Pretty clever. Uh, seven. Okay, so, uh, a weird tendril reaches out from the organic seat that you've now sat yourself in uh, with, a, with a small barb on it which pokes into the back of your neck, uh -huh. stabbing into your cerebral cortex, cerebral cortex uh, and you now have control of this ship as you fly it around and figure eights and then start to slowly maneuver it back to the ground. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I saw a woman in a Now you dress. know bug foo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to try and land it just outside of the... Yeah, you landed it outside of the camp. Um, and as you do... Uh, Jewel doesn't look too happy with the fact that you've got this big bug ship. I'm gonna ask. Oh, by the way, Richards. I'm gonna make Jewel all of these bugs' best friends. <laughs> they gather around, uh, bowing before Jewel. <laughs> they respect. Why? Well, thank you, Deathlock. Uh, I'm gonna. I like Show Reed how it worked. Yeah, it's Reed's looking at the ship. He basically says, uh, I think that uh, all of my equipment, my family, and you and your friends can fit on this ship. I, I, I think I can get us back into normal space. We are in the negative zone, but if we can use your hammer to open up a rip in space-time back to normal space... We can all travel in this ship back into regular space. 
And if you can figure it out, I'll see what I can do. So uh, basically everybody just needs to climb board, uh, get into the thorax of the ship. Giggity. Giggity. Alright. And so basically y'all all climb board. Uh, Reed is going to climb into the cockpit and basically have this thing attached to him now. Um, Where do I need to be with the hammer? You need to be on the hull of the ship ready to, to rip open a hole in space-time. He's going to give you the signal. I I'm hope gonna... the whisper has come. I'm always here. <laughs> I'm going to hope form... You're, hope you're grateful. I'm gonna she pets your hair and says, you've earned yourself a place in my heart. Why, thank you. I'm going to form an ice barrier around myself to basically... Shield myself yeah, you're good. from space. You're good on space. <laughs> it, the, the deep cold of space is not affecting yeah. you. Um, I think I was more worried about the vacuum. Give me, give me a roll. Well, you've got me on there. It has magic purpose. Gotcha. Uh, you give me a roll on Clever. Um, okay. As Reed yells out, Prepare yourself! It's almost time. We're reaching maximum velocity. I'm going to do my best picture home. Okay, do that. And then... Uh, yeah. So give me a clever plus dice plus uh, Mjolnir boost. Oh, okay. So five plus five is ten. All right. So you have successfully ripped a hole in negative space as he kicks it in full overdrive and y'all launch the ship through this hole that's been made. As you down the rainbow bridge, <laughs> grab on tight to the to the hull of the ship. It's flying through, but everything inside is being jostled about. As Jewel slides backwards into this strange organic compartment that cracks open from the force of her hitting it. No, um, it's almost like this liquid. She's kind of landed herself in and it's very strange as it begins to slither across her skin and she realizes that she is no longer in the buff and she can hear other voices in her head saying don't worry we'll be fine now we. Yes, we. There's no way. There's only I. I, don't I can do many things with you. That makes us a we. Well, I am quite talented, and everybody can do many things with me. <laughs> of course you're talented. Doesn't everyone know how great you are? You are the goddess of lightning, and with my help, they will all see this. And they will bow before you and give you the respect you deserve. Do you accept my offer? I accept. But respect does not mean they must bow in submission. There is a difference. Submission to the goddess of the lightning. Submission before you. Submission for all you've done. For the warrior you are. For the warrior, we will be. But even a warrior knows when to lay down their weapon. 
me yes or no? Mm. Speak simply to me, I'm still learning your language. Food. It means yes, but with conditions. What conditions do you offer? We will discuss them at a later point. Yes, 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 at a much later time. We will stay bonded until this time comes. Yes. Yes. As a matter of fact, I feel that there's a burning upon you. Would you like me to make the burning stop? Yes. Make it stop. The black ooze begins to uh, creep across your skin, and it brings like a nice cooling sensation to this burning emblem that was once on your chest. Uh, but now you can't feel it anymore as this black organic material movers across you forming to your thoughts as it looks like a almost like a black uh, coverall suit zip up form fitting kind of like Catwoman would wear or something of that nature uh, but again with almost like a violet streak v-shaped streak up, up the sides of it as you you've grown accustomed to wearing that style mm-hmm. um, Everyone else kind of seems to just be concerned with maintaining themselves in this ship as it collides through into regular space. You're not even inside now. So everybody just kind of moves into regular space. Reed talks out over to the comms to you and says, Good job, everybody. We've made it back into regular space. I think I can get us back to Earth within a month. That's faster than it would have been to walk. True story. So, amazing, basically... Amazing, Dr. Reed. Amazing. Why, thank you, young lady. Well, I see you found yourself clothed. Good, good. Everybody does like to be clothed. I need to shave. Who wants a haircut? I haven't had real food in over ten years. <laughs> and we're still on the inside of Bug. So, I'm assuming we're still eating Bug. <sighs> I guess everybody should get some shut-eye until we get there. So, basically, this is going to bring this part of the story to a close. Thank you for listening to another episode of Saturday Night Gaming. Be sure to like, share, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, and now on iTunes and Google Play.